BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are we live? Are these on? Noel Miller. <laughs> What's up, Tim? How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Sorry, I jumped the gun. I no, no, bad. you're fine. Yeah. Where does that expression come from, jump the gun? Um, I think that's like a, like a 1850s reference. Okay. You know, I think yeah. that's something they said probably on like the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever uh, play that game, the Oregon Trail? I did. In the computer lab, though. Yeah? Yeah, I never had it at home. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like these deep connections to it like other people do. Yeah, it definitely is, um, you know, rings a bell for a lot of people in the childhood experience. Yeah. Did you? Did you play? Yeah, I played it uh, at school in a computer class. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I'm just thinking about computer class. Noel, what's been the most persistent thought on your mind lately? Most persistent thought? Yeah. This is going to sound sad, man, but... No, please. Go-karts. Really? Yeah. Is that... Is that is that really the bit the most persistent thought yeah, in your mind? Yeah. Why go-karts? It just, I love doing it. Mm-hmm. It's such a, I don't know, such a simple hobby, but it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. How recently did you start doing go-karts? About a year and a half ago. Mm. And uh, I can't stay away. Mm-hmm. It's just too good. When you are on the go-kart track, do all of the things that typically take up your mind space during an average day of your life just go away and you're very in the moment they do mm-hmm. that's why i love it mm-hmm. keeps me uh keeps me grounded what kinds of things are you escaping from when you're on the go-kart track <clears throat> um I, I would say I, I experience a great amount of stress mm-hmm. you know um after the tmg podcast kind of blew up and we've kind of taken on this ambition to start a network and mm-hmm. You know, even just keeping up with everything else feels good to get out there and just yeah. think about turning right and left. Yeah. Are you, uh, do, do you like being stressed? No. No? Stress is horrible, man. <laughs> are you, uh, but are you, you seem to me like, you know, I mean, anyone who, you know, achieves any, you know, modicum of success doing anything, you know, yeah. it has to be like, you know, uh, an entrepreneurial spirit and, and whatnot. Do, is that you? Do you identify with that? I think so. Yeah. Um, I definitely enjoy the problem solving of it, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, it's, it's like, I've, I've mixed feelings, you know, yeah. I appreciate where I'm at, but I hate stress. It sucks. What do you think your life would look like if it had less stress? Like what would make you less stressed? Mm. <laughs> Probably being online less. I think I'm, okay. I'm terminally online. I think I get yeah. stressed out from that too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you like constantly checking the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? <sighs> that well, and no then like Facebook, but yeah, no, definitely not Facebook. But I think you know, just even reading too much of the news and mm-hmm. paying uh, a lot of mind to what random people are arguing about mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think generally, if I was online less, I'd be happier. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to do one of those like detoxes where? You you put away the phone for a certain amount of time and agree not to touch it for a certain amount of time? I haven't because I'm just terminally online, but yeah. I think I need to at this point. You know what the fucking problem is? And mm. I get this too, is like, you know, your job requires, you can't just, you can't delete it. Exactly. You need to have it. So you can't go cold turkey. Yeah. And like the, the I, I you know, personally, like of my internet usage, a very tiny percent of it is like, essential for what i do the rest is just mindless fucking scrolling agree but that little one percent is what reels you in yeah to you know some allow you to uh what's the word not what's the opposite of condemn uh uh excuse to excuse the yeah the 99 percent. do you you get that yeah no i I agree I, i i think i tell myself if i unplug too much then I'm not going to be connected with what's going on. So I, I should just go for it mm-hmm. just for that, you know, little bit of thread to everybody else, mm-hmm. which is just kind of, you know, it's bull. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the time, yeah, you're just looking at bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the most I ever get out of most of my internet usage is like a couple good memes. Okay. Know? Like that's about it. And when I really it, boil it down. Is it worth it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Because I think for the other time, I'm just, I'm locked in. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention to the world in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of like your personal relationship with the internet, are you one of those guys? That, I feel like there's the two camps of like, the the internet is destroying us all and our attention spans mm-hmm. and making it so that we're depressed and shit. But it's also connecting us. It allows us to do what we do, provide a lot of good things. Where on that spectrum would you say you are and your just general thoughts about I'm it? 100% is killing us all <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah i think the internet is a is a poison mm-hmm. it's bad for us mm-hmm. we'd be so much happier without it do you have any other vices vices shoot yeah. man just a little bit of crack a little bit of crack no <laughs> have you, ever done, you ever done crack before no have you no, I have a friend who's done it though. What did he say about it? He said it was awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm sure it's amazing. They wouldn't people wouldn't get addicted to it if it was. Nah, bad. yeah, if it was bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I've heard it's great. Mm-hmm. Would you if if you were in a is there a situation that could possibly be orchestrated <sighs> where you would try it? Man, I think I could do it if if it was someone else who's not supposed to do it. <laughs> okay so if like, you like, like and a friend hang out with a guy who does crack all the time and the friend is like fuck it i'm down kind I'm of down. yeah or i was thinking something more damning like like lewis hamilton he could never be within six like miles of crack mm. in a you know and, and that dude is just such like he's held us to such a high standard so if yeah. i was in a room and someone broke out some crack and lewis hamilton looked at me and was like hey mm-hmm I would be like, yeah. You would go, go down with him. Yeah, yeah. You'd be honored yeah. to take that dive. This is our secret, bro. Right, Let's get right, it. Right, right. Yeah. So, so uh, no, like, do you drink? Do you smoke weed? Oh, yeah, no. Do... I'll, I'll get high. Okay. Um, I recently took mushrooms one time. How was that? 
It was great. Yeah. Um, now that, you know, I've had, I got some time off this month, so I think I'm going to do some more. Okay. But, yeah. Did you learn anything? I learned that I like mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's about it, though. Nice. <laughs> Wait, and this was the first time you did it. Yeah. So you did, you like, you know, why, why do you feel like it took, how, how old are you again? 16. 16. Okay. So, uh, no, I'm 30, uh, you I'm 32. know, you're 32. <laughs> why did it take you this, this long to want to experiment with it? <clears throat> you know, man, I grew up in a very like chaotic environment. Yeah. So I think I always had this commitment to myself that I wanted to make sure my life was on track before I went crazy. For sure. So for I had like sure. this deep commitment to myself to put myself in a good position to succeed. Mm -hmm. And now that I feel like I'm in a stable position, mm -hmm. now I can do some shrooms. Fucking go crazy. Maybe even a little crack, you know? Yeah. We just find out. You know, I feel like what if crack, what if somehow crack, you know, people that take these mushroom trips and like it changes their life for the better. Yeah. Could that happen with crack? Like you take crack and all of a sudden it actually inspires you to be a better person. I mean, it could. It could. It's unknown. It's, yeah. a, it's a question mark variable. I mean, it might, it might motivate some beautiful art. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, crack could do a lot. Yeah. A lot. I mean, a lot has come from crack. What? Like, like what? Good music. Yeah, the where the Beatles on crack. I heard that's a long. Le that's a yeah. It's a legend. Yeah, I've heard about. I mean, even you know, rappers selling, mm -hmm. you know, drugs in general. You know, that's mm -hmm. produced some great art as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, in a weird way, positives have come out of crack. You know, at the expense of in yeah. a terrible way. Yeah, but. I think it's fair to villainize crack, though. I'm impressed that that you are you're telling me you have a lot of stress in your life and you don't, because like I I have stress and I eat a ton of candy. I like everyone has a thing. Yeah, you don't have a, you don't have like a fucking bad thing that you do to just like. No, nah, I guess it's go karting. Yeah, that's my that's my thing though. Is uh, I've always thought maybe I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more vice. Okay, because I, I I lock myself mentally into like a. It's almost like. I chose to put myself through boot camp, but like every day, really? you know, just like pissing clean, working out, okay. trying to eat solid. Okay. You know, oh, so you're also doing the, you're a healthy guy. I try to be. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, 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 you said just now, you said you put yourself through boot camp. Yeah. So, so you, it's a conscious choice every day to take on. The yeah. Space. Like I just wake up and I'm like, bring it. Okay. Nice. I'm, I'm ready. Have you always been like that? Uh, at a point. Yeah. I think. There was a point where my childhood got too chaotic and I had to step up. And I think from that point, I just learned how to tune shit out and take on stress and just do what's difficult. Mm -hmm. do, do, has anything ever made you just crumble? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, you know, the thought of. Oh, th this like breaks me mentally all the time, dude. Mm. Like the thought of being like bad at stand up. Oh, mm. sometimes I'll get on stage and people are like, "Great set," mm -hmm. and I'll just reflect on my set yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, "Was it?" Mm. Oh, you kind of answered the question I was going to ask you with yeah. that, which is bad at stand up. Like, what is the rubric of that? Is it like because you? Is it is it you? Do you get to decide whether or not you're bad, or is it like the crowd who decides whether or not you're bad? Whose standard are we going with? That's a great question, man. Yeah, um, I definitely think the crowd gets to decide uh, to a degree, but sometimes I get a little, um, you know, it's that imposter syndrome. You know, yeah. I could have a good set, but then I mm -hmm. think, are they laughing because I'm funny, mm -hmm. or do they just think I'm a nice guy? Is this whole thing 
like a make a wish situation. Mm. Like did I walk off stage and then some mm. producer came out and they were like, thank you for doing your audience work for the Truman show. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing is a lie. Can I, can I actually, can I bring up kind of what we were talking about yeah, yeah, back yeah. is uh, I asked you what you were really enjoying about, you know, life now. Yeah. And you said you're enjoying doing stand up, but you said that you want to go and do stand up in more places where like people don't know you. Yeah. That, and what you're saying now kind of like, now it kind of tracks yeah. with that. Like you yeah. want to like earn it. You want people being like, oh, I saw this guy on YouTube. So I'm just going to laugh at everything he says. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes I think. I mean, you know, I've heard different opinions on this. You know, I've I've heard Schultz say it's a, it's a great thing when people recognize you from the internet because then they know you and you can just kind of tell the jokes you want to tell. But I think there's something super special about stand up when they just don't know you and yeah. it's just total strangers and you guys could you know vibe with the same sense of humor. I think yeah. that's cool. It feels like you earn it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also, I mean, you it's it's almost like two different types of earning it because when the people fill the seats, you you earned the filling of the seats. That's you know? true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I think this just kind of goes back to my you know my like boot camp ish mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it can always be taken away from you, so keep working. Has the boot camp ish mentality served you ultimately? <clears throat> I think it has, but I think at this point in life, um, I'm trying to listen more to what you're saying. You know. Maybe maybe a little vice is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe relax a little bit. Just don't go kart and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. If you're addicted to social media, you don't want to find yourself like checking Twitter. While you're <laughs> on yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like cracking go karts could be amazing. Cracking go karts sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, man. they should make a circuit for that. <laughs> it's okay if the answer is absolutely nothing. But what do you know about? No, I know what we do on here. I know on this show it can get very deep. Yeah. Yeah, we get like, you know, some th- it, it ranges from like people talking about shits that they took three days ago and, yeah. you know, the issues they're having with their dad for many years. Yeah. It's anything. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Let's go. Hmm. Okay, that's way too heavy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> start with something easy. Hello? Hello? Maddie, what's good? Hi, Maddie, hello. you are uh, <laughs> on the phone with two geckos. I'm here with Noel, and um, how can we uh, how can we geck you today? What's going on? Uh, I wanted to call in because my boyfriend is moving to a big city for college next well this month, and we're gonna have to do long distance, and we haven't done long distance before. So I wanted to see if you guys had any advice. Hmm. Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? No, but I know some people who have. Okay, what's worked for them? Um, or did they all did it fail? Cheating. Them? Cheating. No, okay. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna look at bringing all the options to the table, and then we'll, uh, you know, go from there. No. Um, I know one person who's been in a long distance relationship for a while. And I think what helped them is no real contact with the opposite sex outside of work. Really? Yeah. Maddie, how do you feel about that? Does that seem limiting to you? Does that, you know, what what's what what is your take on that? Um, I don't know. I feel like we kind of do that now. Like when we live together, we don't really have any like opposite sex friends. 
But I mean, I before we got into a relationship, I went to college and I know that I had like a big friend group with guys and girls. And so I feel like I'd probably want him to get like the full college experience. But that would definitely be something that's hard. Like hearing he has like a girl best friend or something out there, that would definitely be hard. Okay, now I got a couple questions. One, how old is your boyfriend? And two, what city is he going? Like what big college is he going to? He's he's 20. Um, okay. And he's going to University of Texas in Austin. Ooh. I know. <laughs> what do you know about the University of Texas? That's- <laughs> oh, man. I mean, just, Austin is already a weird place, and mm-hmm. they party like fucking crazy there. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie, uh-huh. where where are you going to be staying? Where are you going to be living? So I am in San Antonio, which is not Oof. like different state or anything, but <laughs> I know San Antonio, um, but with like, I work, so I work Monday through Friday, so we probably won't be able to see each other like maybe on the weekends and stuff. How long have you guys been together for? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, almost two years. Oh, okay. Almost two years. Okay. And you're, you're both like early twice. So like, did you meet in high school? No, we met right after, I guess we both graduated. We were like in our first year of college, but um, he was going to the UTSA, so like a college in San Antonio, and then he transferred to UT. Okay. My, I got one more question. Um, I probably actually have a couple more, but I want to ask, um, what's his major? That's key. <laughs> He's a mathematics major. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're you're fine. <laughs> You're you're okay. Um, yeah, that's the pro of dating a mathematics major. Yeah. Does he look like a mathematics major? That's a great. Does it question. track when he says that he's that? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think when Uh-oh. I like first met him, when he told me math, I didn't think it fit. I know he's cute. See, that's mm-hmm. oh, that's see, that's oh, he's one of the like, like nerdy but in a cute way guys. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie. Now you're you're his girlfriend, so you you know naturally you're gonna talk about him like his mom. You know you're like, oh, <laughs> he's the cutest. He's my favorite. Let's you know let's let's take off the girlfriend glasses mm-hmm. and let's look at him through stranger glasses. Mm-hmm. Is he a hot guy, mathematics major, or is he is he just like he's just cool? Um. I think, you know what, when I introduced him to, like, my coworkers and everything, everyone told me, like, he was a cute guy. Like, everyone everyone thinks my boyfriend is cute. So, I think it's everyone's <sighs> opinion. Now, if... I, I'm trying to think, because... Okay, let's say that they were lying to you. Yeah. Or they... Not that, not that they were lying to you, but let's say that they didn't think that. What would they say? I feel like they would say nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I no. So, they must be... So I feel like they yeah. told the truth because they said something. If they were lying... If they didn't... They were like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. No, I, 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 100%. I think if he was ugly, they'd have been like, oh, he's a nice guy. Man, can I ask you, you know, like a real question? And this is uh, it's not a leading question by any means, but why do you want to stay with him? You know, after two years, what is continuing you wanting to be in a relationship with That's him? That's a great question, man. Um, Honestly, I think he's the first guy that I ever wanted to make like any type of relationship work with. 
mm-hmm. like before him. I wasn't in relationships. I wasn't looking for a relationship. But it probably is the way that like he treats me and stuff. We, I don't know. I think we also just get along really well. I think we're very similar or like compatible people. Mm-hmm. What do you do for work now? I work at a department store in San Antonio. Maddie, there's not a damn thing left for you in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm finishing school too in San Antonio, so I'll probably end up mm. graduating in the next year or so. And then, you know, it'll be easier for me if I wanted to like move somewhere. But Got right it. now I'm kind of stuck there. Well, look, I think this is going to be one of those experiences. You're just going to have to go through it, you know, as much as we could give you advice here. Yeah. I think you just got to ride this wave of seeing if you're a, uh, if you're a hound of a mathematics major boyfriend. Right. Right. I mean, I feel like these are situations in which, uh, they, they allow the relationship to reveal yeah. certain things about itself. Yeah. You know, you, you'll, you'll discover more about who you are. You'll discover more about your relationship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these tests are, they're almost healthy in a way to have these tests. Definitely. Especially after two years. It's like, all right, you know, you thought those two years were, were easy. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's throw some shit in there. See, <laughs> see if this is a really thing that's going to work out. And he, he's a math major. So, you know, his ass loves tests. Yeah. You exactly. Know, he's like, give me this. <laughs> the test of his life. I want this. Um, but Matt, I think Matt, if 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 both of you want, if both of you, I think at the end of the day, if both of you really want to make it work, you will. Yeah, that's and typically if you how things go. Then, um, you know, I, look, you'll, you, there's plenty, there's so many things you can do with your life, also. Yeah. So don't freak out too bad. Yeah, don't. You you know what? Yeah. Just be just be like. Just be a total freak, and like the the night before he leaves, like give him a flashlight and say, "I'm gonna miss you," <laughs> mm-hmm. and just see what the look on his face is. If he he might he might look at you and think you are such a fucking pervert. I love you. You know, mm-hmm. like he that that <laughs> might, that might be one way to just you know leave a statement on him. Mm-hmm. You know. And every time he's at, you know, one of these crazy mathematic majors parties, yeah, and you know, some girl is giving him the eyes. He's he's gonna he's gonna be thinking about that flashlight, yeah, and he's gonna say, "Okay, nice to meet you," and then walk yeah. away, yeah, go upstairs, yep. So, uh, Maddie, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, I feel like my boyfriend's probably watching from work right now. Could Noel say hi, Matt? <sighs> No, no, I'm kidding. Um, Matt, uh, l- listen, let me tell you this, Matt. Don't go to UT and be Mr. Clark Kent, okay? You know, with her, you're you're the reporter, but then when you're out there on 6th Street, that's when you're in your fucking superhero suit, you know, being crazy, doing whatever. So, Matt, I say to you, um, be loyal. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, se- I'll second that. I'll second that. Hey, thanks for calling, Maddie. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Are you Are you in a relationship at all? I am, man. Okay, how long have yeah. you been in a relationship for? A long time, man. A lo- how, how long? Like, 
over 10 years now over 10 years we've been through it all man holy shit yeah okay so i mean throughout those 10 years has there ever been a like a period of time where you had to spend a long amount of time away from each other um yeah you know i mean she uh she uh like halfway through our relationship she took on like really time consuming jobs Mm -hmm. um i can't say where she worked sure but uh um yeah she'd work like 60 70 hour weeks so you know months at a time so there was definitely uh we had to figure that out it was uh it was definitely a test mm-hmm. yeah uh what, what kinds of things did you do during that time where you know that was difficult that uh that like kind of helped i think i just uh that's when i just took advantage i would just be going to do stand-up and yeah that's when cody and i started doing a lot of work and mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, just trying to build my career. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, she was doing her thing, and I said, "All right, I think now it's time for me to do my thing." It's always hard, I feel like, to to you know talk through you know people in in with relationship issues mm. because I mean you know like if I'm 20 and I'm but just now and I'm like in a new place and a new thing like. You know, I would feel like that's that's a great time to like explore yourself and yeah. you know worry about being in a relationship. But yeah, I don't know. But then you meet people who are like, I've been with my whatever for you know since we were in high school, and yeah. I'm happy as hell, and my life is great. And yeah. So you know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about in that department, but no, I think it. I think it really just depends. I mean, I feel you know based on the way Maddie speaks about Matt. First of all, their names are very close to each other. Yeah, definitely, and that's so, a good sign. That's a great sign. Yeah. You know, I I think the way she speaks of him, I want to believe that they have something special. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to believe. Mm-hmm. So you know, I hope they, I hope he doesn't get lured in by the by the, you know, by some weird circumstance in the middle of Austin. Yeah, I hope he stays true. If she makes that flashlight for him, I think it's you know oh, it's a dude, done deal. Come on, is no. that a thing you can can you do that? Can you make custom I'm sure can you make like custom molds of your penis or your vagina? I know into, I like, know gifts? custom dildo is very common. Yeah. Um vagina, I feel like that'd be tough to make. Yeah, that'd be really How do they make the penis ones? Do they like they have to like put some clay around your Yeah, you can like junk. Do, you, they just send you like a tube and you just fuck, fuck the it. tube. Yeah, you fuck it okay. and then they you send it back. But that that shit is crazy to me cuz then they're just gonna three D print your shit, and mm-hmm. but you give them like a mold of your yeah, and then you know they're keeping that on file. That, exactly. Yeah. How do you know someone working there isn't like I like this? I'm gonna use this model. Yeah, I want to. I want to know some more. I wouldn't mind that if I if I like if I you know signed the agreement to give away a mold of my penis and like some whoever is, that works at the company wants to. I don't care. You know. That's fair. I feel like you know yeah, it is pretty flattering if someone it's flattering, pr- yeah. if someone prints your your penis for themselves. You're like, yeah. damn. Shout out to you. Yeah, I'm just ha- you know I'm just happy to you know help people. Yeah, in this universe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, there is one. There is a call here that uh, I have no idea how this is going to go. This might be something where we take it and we're immediately like, yeah, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this, nah, but I'm, let's let's go. I'm too curious to not take this call. I need to know. Hello. Is this the Gek? Yeah, is this Gary? This is Gary. Um, what's going on with you, Gary? I'm here with Noel. We're geckos. We're what's up, out. Gary? 
Man, I, I am so excited to be talking to you two fellows. Let me tell you something. Um, well, uh, uh, well, listen, Gary, um, it says here that you have a pending domestic terrorism lawsuit against yourself and your cousin. This is very true. Uh, so it's actually myself, my cousin, and his girlfriend, although I am the main uh, subject of... Uh, <laughs> Per- person of interest here, I should say. Um, I, I, let me give a give a little bit of a backstory before we get before we get too deep into this. Yeah, I would love to hear the backstory. Um, no, I'm, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say a domestic terrorist group. So, all right. So th- this was a couple years ago, and we, uh, you know, we're chilling at his house, and we decided that we wanted to go smoke the devil's lettuce. Now, in uh, my cousin's neighborhood, he has this neighborhood beach. That was kind of the spot that everyone went. Okay. So we decided we were going to walk down there. It was probably four or five in the afternoon. And I had a a low grade explosive on my person. Now, when I say a low grade explosive, I'm talking like uh, a soda can filled with uh, tinfoil where you pour the toilet cleaner in and it blows up. (laughs) So, you know, I'm walking down the street. And my cousin's like, I dare you to throw that under someone's car. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And uh, so I did it. And you um, know, little, okay. little did we How, know. Between, real quick, real quick. Between you saying, okay, let's do it. And your cousin asking you to do it. Did you have any thoughts? Was Did any part of you mull the situation over? Or was it a fairly instant decision? Absolutely no part of my being mulled that thought over for a split second. Now, now, Gary, can I just ask you a just a question? Absolutely, Noel. Are you white? I am as white as they come. All right, yeah, now go ahead. Continue, <laughs> continue, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. You're good. So what happened after you agreed okay. to uh, throw this soda can under a car? So, in lieu of, you know, the uh, adrenaline of the situation, we neglected to see that the two homeowners were actually sitting on their front porch when I threw this said soda can or soda bottle under yeah. their car. Okay, so this is a park. So, wait, wait, know, wait, wait. So this is a parked car in a driveway. It, yeah, in my cousin's neighborhood. <laughs> Okay, and when the owners saw that you were throwing this low-grade explosive under the car, how did they react? So I actually didn't see them until it had gone off because I was, you know, standing there waiting for the bang, and it happened, and I was, you know, giddy with excitement, and I (laughs) turned to my right, and they are starting to scream at me scream at all three of us very very intensely <laughs> okay um did, did the did the soda can do anything to the car um so that's actually an unknown i don't believe it did gary I'm, i just have to say you have the most like your voice sounds like you'd be a member of a yacht club, but what you're <laughs> describing are like Unabomber activities. So I'm just, I'm trying to picture you, you know, you're, you're just, you're, you're a bit of a, 
bit of a wolf in sheep's clothing right now. Can you actually just like super briefly you know what? describe what you look like? I am probably the most average-looking white male that has ever called into the show. To be completely honest with you, uh, brown hair, brown eyes, five ten, average build. So I'm basically describing Noel Miller to a T. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. Okay, fair enough. Gary, had, tell us more about how There's you got uh, eventually. Uh, uh, when, when did this turn into a domestic terrorism lawsuit from your sitting in front okay, of the, okay. uh, the 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 this person's house? Right. So after this happened, after the bang and the screaming ensued, we dis- we we ran we ran for our lives down to the smoke spot, and we are at this spot for I'd say about an hour and a half, just hanging out and. To be completely honest with you, uh, it didn't really cross my mind as to what happened. You know, because at this point, uh, we had smoked quite a bit, and it just, it, it was never a thought that was reminiscent in my head. So, we decided to head back up to the house, and as we're walking back, and this is where it get, we, this is where we, we made some horrible decisions. We took the same exact route that we threw the bottle, sorry, I threw the bottle, we took that route back home. So as we're walking up, I'm glad, the it's, house, it's very nice of you, by the way, to clear to like single yourself out just in case yeah. if the courts use this stream for evidence. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Thank you. I, I have to. I have to make it known. So we're walking back, and there is now three uh, county police cars outside of the home, mm-hmm. and still. Still, it's not registering with any any three of us that this may, in fact, be because of the bottle that I threw. And, you know, so we're we're still walking on our merry way and just not paying any mind to it. So we get up towards the vehicles and I'd say what four or five police officers uh, get out of their vehicles and run up to us with their weapons drawn. And at oh this point God. is pretty much where I shit myself. Yeah. How stoned are you, by the way, when yeah. this guy's pointing his gun at you? I, I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, this was probably one of the most stoned I had ever been. Um, when I say we were down at that smoke spot for an hour and a half, we were smoking for that hour and a half straight. I was, I was, mm-hmm. I was blazed. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they take you. Uh, uh, they they take you into custody, I assume, right? So, so no, that's the thing. They did not take me into custody. Any of us into custody right away. So they approached mm. us, and at this point, we are we are looking like the neighborhood bums. We are all three wearing pajama pants and like some random T-shirt, you know, walking about. And so they say you guys fit the description of three people who have just come through here and we received a call regarding an explosive going off under a homeowner's vehicle. Mm. And mm. what's, what's your first instinct? It's, you know, deny, deny, deny. It never happened. That wasn't us. But the police officer then proceeds to describe us to a T down to the hair color and the exact prints on our shirts 
So after trying to lie for about two minutes, you know, we we fessed up. Probably the quickest uh, interrogation known to man. Now, still, at this point, we had yet to be taken into custody. And so the, the Real quick, email uh, officer Noel, any says, questions up until this point? Yeah. Anything unsolved, boggling in your mind about any of this? No, nah, I mean, Gary... I just, I assume your dad makes more than like $150,000 a year. That would be my guess. What's, what's the, you, uh, what's, you would what's, be, what's the answer to that? So you are actually absolutely wrong in that sense. My dad is unemployed. He was a, uh, he is a, I don't even, I don't want to say retired because he got fired. He was, he was the manager of a porta potty company. Hey, hey, waste management makes money, man. I don't, don't hate on that. This, this is what I'm saying is so confusing about you, man. You speak and behave like someone with a trust fund, mm-hmm. but then you're doing toothless activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so maybe this maybe this can put it into perspective here. My occupation, I'm a commercial electrician. Oh, oh okay. All right. Now I'm seeing it. The blue collar grit. I'm seeing okay. it. it, it yeah, so, I, so, 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 it was any part of your? I mean, this was was this three years ago? You said were you minor when this happened? Yes, I was. Okay, and you're. This is still like weighing down upon you. Did, were you tried as a domestic terrorist? No, I never was. That's the thing because they actually said that it was a it was a smoke bomb. The um the ho- the homeowners said that it was a smoke bomb to the police officers. Oh. Okay. So that's cool. So that's the thing. The po- the police officer actually had me talk to the homeowner, you know, in my very intoxicated state. And I had to explain what my reasoning was for throwing this smoke bomb under their vehicle. Gary, I, I, out of respect for your future existence, I'm going to just stop you right here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just say, listen, you got away with this one. And um, just, you know, continue to live your life not fucking around with smoke bombs anymore. You know, Absolutely. do you like like to to but but you know to that point, Gary. Now that you've told us this, you got away with it. Um, you're living your life now. You're a commercial electrician. Things I can hear in your voice that things are okay for you. Did you learn anything from this experience? That's Gary, a great question. That great you question. can take away. I absolutely did, and that was uh, to not mess around with smoke bombs. That. Is a great. It's a great lesson. Lesson. It's a great lesson to learn. Um, <laughs> was was I want to know this really before we go? Did your cousin, your cousin, and your cousin's what is it? Friend. There's yeah. three of you, right? The, who, the two, the two other people. Yeah. Did they get? Did they get fucked at all by any of this stuff, or are they doing okay too? Oh no, they did. They no no repercussion. Wow. Uh, and actually, my cousin is currently a commercial electrician with me. Got it. It's the uh, smoke bomb to commercial electrician pipeline. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, well, Gary, thank you for sharing that with us. I feel like <laughs> yeah. this was a uh, a fable 
right? What, what is it? A, a parable? What's the, 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 it's the word for a story where there's an inherent lesson to it? Yeah. It's a parable? Maybe. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a no, guy. Fine. I, I believe you. Thing. But, um, Gary, is there anything else you want to say to uh, me or Noel or the people at the computer before we go? Uh, I just wanted to say uh, I love you guys and Gek forever. Appreciate you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Have a good one. Gek forever. You, you know, the, he has such a, um, just a upper class frat, frat guy voice. It was mm-hmm. so, did you hear it? Like a little bit? Let, let me, to, to, to that, after hearing him say that he learned something, do you really think he learned something? What do, you, what do you think he really learned? Because he said he didn't learn, but like more but deeper than that, what do you think he learned? I think he learned. I think the 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 real words that came to his mind when he blew that car up and he sort of got away with it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Oh shit!" <laughs> I definitely need to not fuck around as much. I think that's what. Okay, and that's that head. is legitimately learning something. Yeah. And he that yeah he definitely kind of had it go off in his mind exactly like that. And not to make it about this, but I yeah, just felt sure. like it was a very very white guy thing to call into a public show. <laughs> just he did say the case was pending. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to get more into where it stood now, but I for sure thought he, you know, was like a. Like a privileged kid. That's that's just that behavior, just to call in and just like, I committed a crime once, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But he's an electrician. He comes from that working class. Mm-hmm. So I feel like his dad would be, you know, Unabomber enough to be like, Gary, don't ever do that shit again. Yeah, don't, don't incriminate yourself. Don't talk about this ever again. Keep it to yourself. Take it to the grave. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean this is like, it's a quasi-anonymous... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we don't thing. know. I mean, how many other people are making uh, uh, bombs out of soda cans and throwing them under old ladies' cars? Hopefully not that many. Uh, yeah, ho- yeah, we hope. Um, it is funny to think that this like w- podcast would be used as evidence. Yeah. In a fucking court. <laughs> yeah, us in a courtroom. Somewhere. They're, yeah. They're like- <laughs> Just a, people, a whole uh, jury of people <laughs> watching him tell that story. And then someone on the jury is like, oh, is that Lyle? <laughs> Fuck yeah! We had, like they call us in to testify yeah. and we show up in the suits. <laughs> like the suits were necessary. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's how I. Yeah. I need to get back into where I was. Yeah, this is who we moment. are, man. This don't. Do you have you ever growing up? Did you ever get into not pipe bomb level, but <clears throat> did you ever get into trouble of any kind? Yeah, no. I mean, you know, definitely had tons of friends who built like potato guns and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think one of the funniest things that happened to me and a kid and his brother. um Used to mess around with butane. Yeah. 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 And we kind of realized that butane would had like a self sustaining burn. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously fire can catch, but basically my, my boy at the time, he would spray butane on the top of his hoodie. Oh man. And then he light it on fire and then he just pretend like nothing was going on with him. Um, that's kind of a funny bit though honestly is, yeah. to show up with, <laughs> to show up with your head on fire and be like what's up guys oh what <laughs> yeah looking like looking like fucking Harry from Home Alone 2 just <laughs> but you know I, we, we'd walk down this hill that we live near and 
he would spray it on his head and he'd just light it on fire and mm-hmm. me and his brother would just watch it cackling and people would drive by and their necks would break like what is going on with this kid or annoyingly and dangerously he would just spray it on us while we were walking and then just oh, light no. us on fire and we had no idea you, you, he lit you on fire without you knowing yeah which is psychotic behavior but he was convinced that nothing bad could happen from it i was also a little bit into fire when i, I when i discovered that you could take axe or not even a, like any hairspray yeah and a lighter yeah and it would make a flamethrower yeah I was I was a little too into that, oh, but I yeah. wouldn't do it for like a while because it would scare me. I would do it for like a second. I'd be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like I was like discovering my own like powers. Would you only ever do it like in the privacy of your own? Yeah, I would do it in the private. I wouldn't like go into public and start terrorizing yeah. people with a fucking. Do you, do you have kids like that in high school that would do that shit? Uh, I wasn't the 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 people I was friends with in in high school. Um, I I wouldn't. We were mischievous, but not in any sort of violent. Got it. Way. Yeah. You know, but I, I did have, a, I had like a obsession with fire at some point, like lighting fireworks and I would keep a lighter What's in the, my pocket. What was like the biggest thing you lit on fire, you think? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> You're just like, uh, just the Pentagon. Like, <laughs> no, I, really, I don't have anything cool, man. It's like sticks and right, word. pieces of paper. Yeah. And, a bus. Um, no. Oh, you know, my own like. <laughs> My own, like I would I would like light my uh, my hair on fire. Oh well, yeah, not like, not like my hair hair, but like my arm hair. Yeah yeah shit. yeah. You ever do that? Um, I had friends that would do that. Then yeah, that thought that was like super funny, and I'd always think like, dude, I I I couldn't relate. You know, I had eczema, so I was trying to keep as much moisture mm-hmm. on my skin as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I watch kids do that, I'm like, you take that, you take your skin for granted, man. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think uh, butane your, your your butane friend is doing now? Um, have you lost touch with him? Uh, last I heard, he's married. He's good. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure he's solid. Do you think when the kids are asleep and the wife is asleep, <laughs> he goes down into the basement and lights shit on fire? You know, I wouldn't put it past him to do it in front of the kid. <laughs> you know, he had a good sense of humor. You ever going to have kids? I think about it, man. I'm, I'm just not sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in a selfish point of my life where I like... I like the freedom I have, so, you know, but I think raising a kid is definitely, it's cool. Like, um, I got a little nephew that I I see every once in a while. It's like a rental kid. Yeah, basically. And that's always, that's always a good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, even, even if he's misbehaving, it's still kind of, and it's like endearing in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, granted I don't have him 24 seven, so I'm sure I wouldn't view it the same way. I, I I feel you on the uh, I I I don't know if I would use like I don't know if it's like a selfish thing, but I I've I think I've I think by the way I think I've asked every single guest I've had on this podcast if they uh, want to have kids. Yeah, but um, uh, what is it? I I feel like you can do any you can kind of do anything you can do anything in life, come back from anything. Yeah, except for having children or getting arrested. Yeah. If you, those are the only two things I can think of where like there's no turning back. From yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Getting arrested is like, or like some crazy physical injury. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, kids are. I mean, in a way, you could come back. You know, mm-hmm. you you, you ditch the kid. If no, not like that, but I mean, if you turn them into free agents, you know, put them up for <laughs> for adoption. 
Yeah, you could do that. Because that's the thing is that's the only you could ditch the kid. But no, no, that's not cool. To do. <laughs> no, it's not. I, mean, cool. I was, you know, I wasn't bringing that up as like no, no, you know, a legitimate. I mean, but it, you could do it. Yeah, no, you it, shouldn't ditch your child. But in theory, you could put him out for free agency. Hey, you want to take a call? Yeah. <laughs> Am I being too controversial? I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. This is, uh, <laughs> I think these are important things to talk about with people. Because there's, you know, people who are listening to this that, you know, I don't know, maybe they're thinking. No, nah, you know, one, one of my, one of my, one of my close friends, we do a lot of work. He, he, he was adopted and, you know, he makes me think about adopting. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello. Uh, is this Jacob? Can you hear me? Yeah, can, no, can you, uh, what's going on with you, man? Nothing much. I am in the parking lot at the gym, just finishing my workout. Okay, you're what's... finishing the workout in the parking lot. Uh, big fan. No, I'm sitting in the parking lot, hoping I'd get to talk to you guys. So I just finished my workout. Got it. Was it a good workout? You know what? I took like a week and a half off I like hurt my lower back so day one back of the gym how'd you hurt the how'd you hurt the you low know, back I just turned 30 and I dude I feel like when you turn 30 your body knows and it just will bite back for like the littlest thing so I don't even know what happened I might have lifted something wrong at work or at the gym slept wrong coughed too hard watched TV wrong Mm. Yeah, literally. Interesting. Okay. Well, Jacob, uh, is there anything in particular yeah. that you want to talk about today? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about, um, I guess, a kink that I have. Maybe a fet- I'm a fetish kink kind of thing, right? Um, okay. I am addicted to sleeping with married straight men. And... <laughs> I want some opinions on it because I feel like it's a bit controversial. I feel like sometimes I feel bad about it, but other times I don't, especially not in the moment, of course. It's also a little bit, it can be seen as like homophobic, I guess you could say. I don't really sleep with other gay men. I seem to prefer sleeping with men who identify as straight men curious so you 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 say you you almost exclusively sleep with men who identify as straight almost exclusively yeah and is it is it you almost exclusively identify with men who identify as straight or you almost exclusively sleep with married men who identify as straight so uh, open-minded in that sense, but if they're a married man, I don't really care if I find them attractive. It's like an instant yes for me, you know? 
so the the mar- the fact that they're married makes them more attractive to you. Just fucking gets me. Yeah. Okay. Why can can you explain why that is? Yeah. I have no clue. That's I'm trying to pick my own brain right now because I couldn't tell you it. Part of it, I feel like. I'm just it, picturing a married like, man's you know, giving like, this guy head the whole time while he's talking <laughs> to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jacob's just getting head from his married man. man. The jam in the lot. And he's like, do you have to take this call right now? <laughs> I've had, it's gotten to the point where they've snuck me through their garages into their guest bedrooms Whoa, while their really? partners are asleep upstairs no Dude, okay yeah. but wh- when you're when you're doing that I, are you I not like God. okay when you're doing something like that in your mind are you not uh-huh. like what the fuck is gonna happen if like like you are entering you're not just you're not just entering into a physical location you're entering into someone's whole ass life yeah you're behind enemy lines man yeah what's going through your mind when you're in a situation like that in situations like that I'm not thinking with my head you know I'm thinking with my dick so it's still technically your head but you know exciting for me the other one yeah yeah so okay okay let me let me um, say this let me, a, let me say two another, things yeah do you yeah. is it that that's a crazy thing because one if if their lady wakes up you know like that, that's yeah. just a wild situation to be in two is it that you do you enjoy the like sort of the power of it do you get a rise out of it knowing that like you are somebody's secret hmm Maybe. Um, I, my parents growing up, my, my father was a big cheater and I never really understood why he did the things he did. So there's a part of me that like, I, I don't fucking know. Part of me wants to find out the reasons why people do those things. You know? Did it hurt you that your dad would cheat on your mom? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, as much as it hurt any kid these days, not so much. Like, not a big deal. But do you, do you keep in touch with? Are your parents still together? And do you keep in touch with your dad? They're still together. Yes. Are they happy? Probably not. Um, mm. My dad, I have a better relationship with him now than I did growing up. Uh, yeah, my, me and my dad are cool. He's cool. Does he still cheat? Probably. Couldn't tell you. They're 50, mid-50s, so... Mm-hmm. I mean... Not sure. Have you always been this way, or is this a recent thing? I, I, I forget. <sighs> so... I would say it was more of a recent thing. So I am in a relationship, an open relationship. I'll say that. Um, mm. So my partner and I have been open for three, four years. That's a three years. 
And that's a crazy um, thing because I just real quick, before, I want to caveat. I want to caveat because yeah. there are probably some straight people in the chat that are thinking like, "Man, what the fuck?" And th- it should be said that at least the gay men I know, the co- the ability to compartmentalize mm-hmm. is crazy. Mm. Um, mm. They can just like oh, yeah. you know, the gay dudes. They just oh yeah, I'm just go mack this guy in the club means mm-hmm. nothing to me. It's savage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, yeah, continue, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that, that's a great point. I feel like open relationships in the gay world are pretty common because men just have like this. I, I mean, I don't want to. No, I I think you're hitting on something I that's I guess important. That's a, that's, I think it's, it's a silly. <laughs> no, no. I think it's a tough and dangerous facet of the traditional or like. Yeah. Uh, traditional male psychology is I think we have a dangerous ability to shut off our feelings. Mm. And and so I'm just yeah. wondering oh, if yeah. there's an element of that here that's enabling you to continue doing these things because maybe there's something deeper that you're not acknowledging but you're kind of dealing with it in this way. Yeah. Mm. You know? Does that can can you think of anything oh, yeah. that, that, that that might be, Jacob? Oh, I don't. I didn't really grow up mid twenties. Uh, I didn't really explore my sexuality the way that I'm doing now. Uh, the Got same it. goes for my partner. We kind of grew up with the the gay stigma, I guess you can say. Mm. The STDs. I mean, I, I have had a fair share of STDs. So I mean, that is common, but like HIV scare and just being the person that our parents were afraid of in so, our early 20s. So Jacob, you know, what are you what are you wrestling with here? Are you are you wrestling with the morality of you sleeping with with married men? Are you wrestling with why you have this impulse? Like what if you had to say that what what is the crux yeah. of your issue? With, yeah. with everything going on with you. It, it's definitely a morality thing because afterwards I do kind of feel like shit and I do think about their kids that are probably sleeping upstairs or, you know, their partners that are oblivious to the whole situation. And I just <clears throat> feel like shit, you know, but in the moment and it's always in the moment that I just, I, I don't give a fuck, you know, I just, Jacob, do you feel at any point in your, I'm not going to say daily life, but do you ever have moments where you still struggle to accept your own sexual identity and preference and things of that nature? No, I I don't think so. I think I'm a proud gay man. I love the gay culture. I love everything about it. That's good. I mean, I just don't. mm -hmm really I don't know I just sexually when it comes to like getting off I don't really have that connection with other gay men and I ask myself if it's because I don't want any kind of ties to be held with these men because I am in a a happy relationship Mm -hmm. Um, so I I kind of I'm not sure if that plays a factor in it as well 
Let me throw this one on you. Have you been to a real yeah. therapist and talked to them about why you have, have these compulsions? I have not. I have not. I've never really expressed myself like this, even to my partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay, so that's another question. Have you, have, does your partner know? Hey, first, I want to say, Jacob, we appreciate you yeah. taking this leap because yeah. it's a very public way to address these deeper thoughts you have <laughs> mm-hmm. and so no i'm 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 not I, i'm not i'm not yeah, even being I'm sarcastic <laughs> no you're fine you're fine because yeah. I, I as a person i'd rather you get this out in a sort of a comedic tongue-in-cheek way and if this opens the door for you to have deeper yeah. discussions because here's the thing bro right this you know, I feel like listening to you, you really feel conflicted about this. So I think you're you're taking the right steps, and I think it's it'd be good for you. I think what Lyle's about to say. Sorry, I mean to cut no, you no, off. No. I think it'd be great for you to, you know, uh, consider a, a, yeah. a licensed therapist and and dig into this because if you feel some kind of way like you're acting out of your own, I don't know what the the person you envision yourself being. I think you're. You're you're yeah. totally right to look after yourself and go. Hey, you know what? I'm doing something that I don't know if I'm too proud of this anymore. And uh, it's it's a good thing to to work yeah. out, man. Thank you, um, Jacob. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Yeah. Or to me or Noel or anything else you want to say about the situation that you feel like we didn't get to or yeah. anything like that. Oh, I think we covered all the bases. That was a fast one, huh? Uh, big fans of both of y'all. Super yeah. cool. Uh, Noel, my partner, has a huge crush on you. Damn. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like a full circle moment in a lot of ways. Uh, well, look, Jacob. And to everybody I, out there, just what's up? Yeah. I know. Uh, again, we appreciate you. Tell your partner I said. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love from you too, bro. We, uh, me and Lyle, want to see you succeed, hey, man. So, yes, sir. So, yes, sir. come away from this conversation, uh, thinking about that next step, and uh, you know, ultimately, we want to see you happy, man. So, do what you got to do to 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 find that, you know. Thank you very yeah, much for sharing, Jacob. Thanks for your time. Take care, man. Yeah, thank you. Get some protein. Thanks, you too. <laughs> You know, with it's that call, I have, dude, I have these th- thoughts and that, and I get, I get calls like that a lot where like, I think, you know, I think may, it is a possibility that people listening or anything like that, like wanted a response that's like, you know, more like ragging on, like, oh yeah, doing, fucking with them. what you do, what you like, what you're doing is fucked up and yeah. like all that stuff. And I wonder, uh, cause I think my ultimate like thing with these calls is like, I'm thinking one, I don't like to present myself as any kind of moral authority True. of any kind. Cause like, you know, whatever, but, uh, but also it's like, look, if, if the goal is to talk through this thing with this guy, like, and the goal is to help this guy. What what is the best way to go about it? And you know, gen, gen, genuinely, like wrestling with this in my brain is like, is is it productive to be like, what you're doing is fucked up? You know, you're morally wrong, or is it better to go through it with him in an objective way? Kind of like what we 
did. No, I, th- I, th- I think I think you're totally. I mean, you're totally right to to reflect on it. But I think it's creating that space for people to talk. I think yeah. it's. I think when you rag on people, that's when they keep their cards close. Totally, totally. And that that motivate. You know, uh, the biggest thing I heard from the guy is yeah. he's he's turning off his feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, in the moment, I think about it, which you could say, you know, it's because you're horny. Fair, sure. But if he is getting his nut off, and then the second that happens, he's got that the guilt, that horrific, that same feeling when you masturbate to like some just porn, like that you are not proud of. You're like, mm-hmm. man. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that must be some like the uh, the amount of horniness that he is feeling to get himself into a suburban house with yeah. uh, the wife and the kids must yeah. be, uh, you know, a, a, just some astronomical, yeah, animalistic amount. Oh, bro! I mean, that I mean that's is... a ter- that is a terrifying <laughs> situation to place yourself in, bro. To to keep it up. In yeah. a suburban home, mm-hmm. with a with a family upstairs, mm-hmm. that is that is cataclysmic levels of horny. Yeah. You know, yeah. like cataclysmic. That's just, a great word for that. Just absurd power going yeah. through his body. When Definitely, he's like my family's upstairs, and he's like, I don't care. Yeah, I think that's that's probably part of it. You yeah, know? it's probably part of the the adrenaline. Death. You know, the adrenaline from that is like. Tra- going through a machine in his body and transmuting to make his penis, you know, stronger yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I asked him how he felt about his own identity because I think it'd be a sad thing if he was maybe doing that because uh, maybe he feels some kind of shame, but it doesn't sound sure, that yeah. way. Yeah. So I think it's deeper, it's above our pay grade for sure. Definitely. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, you know, he's seen, I'm glad at least that he seemed like, um, he he wants to guide himself toward yeah. better uh, married men's uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> away from a married men's whatever and into uh, you know better better for him. So and that's also why I don't you know we were talking about like whether uh, should we rag on people. I I never like ragging. You know people, I, 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 I debate anyone who's like you know he he wants to change. So yeah. I'm not gonna, he wants to change. Yeah. He's calling in to talk about how he wants to change. I'm not gonna respond by yeah. ragging on him. You know why would I do that? I'm I'm a little sad because or not sad, but I kind of wish we interviewed him a little bit. Like, you know, what type of suburban dad has the best bussy? <laughs> you know, yeah. Who yeah, like yeah. like who of these suburban dads like is actually re- a really um, convincing gay guy in the bed? Hmm. And know? then like yeah, like is there is does he witness a very sharp? change yeah from like who he observes these guys as when they are you know in public and who they are you know when they're with him yeah like is that would he, be kind of interesting to talk about yeah is he just piping down like little league baseball coaches <laughs> and they're you know they're all roided out and crazy yeah. or uh, actually baseball little league baseball coaches wouldn't be roided out but you know these guys are used to talking shit mm-hmm. you know they bring them in there and they say you know make me your little make me your little Whatever you want me Whatever to be, you want, yeah, yeah. Have your way with me. And Jacob goes, okay. Well, I hope that Jacob can find can get his kicks. I was gonna say, like, w- what else that's not what what that is not sleeping with straight married men could give Jacob a similar um, sense of adrenaline. And I was like, there's nothing. And then 
Jacob, you should try go-karting. Yeah, yeah. Now I was going to say a little crack, but <laughs> <laughs> crack and go-karting. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah, that you remember? Okay, to sort of sort of do a loop here. Yeah, you know how in the very beginning of this we were like, is there you know uh, people? Is there a, a a version of of a crack experience that changes someone's life for the better? Yeah, this could be that. Maybe Jacob finds crack go karting, and he's like that. You know, depressing, shameful thing I had when I was going around having sex with all these married men. Yeah. Totally gone. Now my life is all about crack and go-karting, and I've never been happier. And my partner does it with me, too, and I, I live this well-balanced, amazing life, all thanks to crack. Damn. Damn, now now I'm just I'm thinking of all the questions we should have asked him. Like, you ever, has he ever been with, like, a pastor? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. Jacob... If you're out there, leave some notes in the chat. Yeah, he'll be Let doing an AMA now. in yeah. our slash therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a great call. Let's take Let's this hit one. it. Let's hit Let's it. Talk to Crazy. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Holy shit. Oh my God, wait. Is this you guys? Yeah, what's going on, dude? No, this is actually uh, your student loans debt collector. Uh, Time to pay up. Yeah, can you give us more money? Um, oh my god, wait, I can't believe I'm on. Hey guys. You you can split the payment between, uh, what's your Venmo? Uh, at, I forget my Yeah, name. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll send it later. No, what's going on, yeah, Gracie? We'll send you an invoice. <laughs> um, Gracie, thanks for calling into the Gecko show, man. What's, how's life going for you? Um, it's going pretty good. I've been trying to call for like literally six months, so I'm like so shocked right now. Fuck yeah. How are uh, you guys? Yeah. How you doing, man? Fantastic. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm feeling good. I'm f- I I I just peed. Um we probably cut the part of me peeing out of the podcast, but I feel really good after I pee. I feel like I'm it's like a nice mental reset, but that's enough about me peeing. Um Gracie, I uh there's some things here that you wrote down that you wanted to talk about, but I I'd, I'd rather hear them out of your uh voice than mine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so about a month ago, I went and I got three tattoos. Um, one of them is on my arm, and it's a cherub, so it was like Cupid. Um, so basically, it's like naked. And yeah, so I've you have, had a, you have, like a, you have a child's penis people. on your arm, is what you're saying. I mean, that's like a really terrible way to put it, but essentially, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. They keep telling me that it has a chode. I've heard this from literally like five different different people. And I'm like so self-conscious about it. I don't know what to do because it's like visible. And I don't want to be like walking around in public and somebody's like, oh my God, look at the chode on that girl's arm. That's embarrassing. <laughs> so so you're, you're saying you're very self-conscious about this penis. And uh, it says you're, you're considering very, getting it removed. Yeah, yeah, I am. Good. In all, in all, in all serious, what, what, what compelled you to get it in the first place? Like, what, 
was appealing to you about the cupid with the penis? Yeah, was it was it was it that a penis could be that small? What? It was so it was nothing about the the penis that was appealing. It was about like the message of the tattoo. Oh, like so it's tattoo, circumcised. Sorry, sorry, like, sorry. Continue, continue, continue. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm being smartass. Good. No, you're all good. Like the tattoo is special to me, and so like when my tattoo artist was sketching it up, like I didn't even notice that the toad was there. Like it was just mm. Cupid, you know. I didn't think about that, and I didn't think about how other people would look at it. Um, so yeah, I don't know what to do. What? Couldn't you cover up with a leaf or something? You know? Yeah. So you're thinking about getting it fully removed, but, uh, uh, you, you bring up a great point, man. I mean, if, if, if like, it seems like the penis is, has become a big thing. It's the first thing that people are noticing <laughs> about it. You know, it's a point of self, uh, uh, you know, consciousness for you. Do you, you don't have to get that. You're talking about getting the whole thing removed. Why don't you just fix the penis? Why don't you have them draw over it with a leaf? Yeah. I mean, I reckon I could do that, but I don't know. I like my family, they're the most, like my family and my boyfriend. They're the main people who like have stuff to say about it. And I feel like they're just never going to like live it down. Like they're never going to stop bringing it up. So I'm just like, should I just get it removed? Like all together? Like it never existed. Okay, well, if if we're going I mean, off of, you know, listen, uh, Gracie, you don't want to be doing things just because your family and your whatever are are casting judgment upon you. I mean, how do you feel about the penis? Yeah, that's yeah. On how your do you arm? feel about this child's penis that's on your arm? Well, when I saw it right after it was tattooed, I was like, okay, well, that's a thing. Like, you know, there's a little penis there, but. I didn't think it'd be a big deal to anybody. I've seen a lot of people with like naked women tattooed on their arm or other things like that. I mean, I guess I've never really seen like a dick tattooed on somebody, but people, you know, I don't know. To think that people would not be, I mean, people are like obsessed with talking about dicks and penises and stuff. I've seen dicks drawn mm-hmm. on bathroom stalls across the nation. Yeah. People are obsessive about, you know, penises in. <laughs> You know, being in places and shit. So I, I you know, I, I, it is a thing that I think, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense that people are are noticing. Personally, I think your boyfriend and your family are they don't understand like what kind of a cool person they know. Mm. If you fired up Tinder right now Aww. and your bio and, and your bio said. I got a child's penis tattooed on my arm. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, people gender irrelevant would just match to be like, I need to know more about you. You're considered putting that in the Tinder bio. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to get Tinder again. I mean, I'm in a pretty serious relationship. Like, okay. How long have you guys been know. together? And I feel like if I did that, we've been together for a year and a half. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and you're from where again? Just what state? I'm from North Carolina. I just moved from Minnesota literally a week ago. Okay. All right, man. It's just so sweet to hear that you say I'm a, in a pretty serious relationship after a year and a half. Hmm. And you, you have to understand, you know, I, we're, you know, in, in LA, a year and a half is like three weeks. Really? 
I would say. Three, well, you've been weeks. in a 10 year. Yeah, thing, yeah. So you're like from the, you yeah. know. Yeah. No, but no, I, I, no, I respect that it's a very serious relationship for you. So you wouldn't even think about firing up Tinder. But what I'm saying is, this is not a point of incompatibility. I just think that, you know, back to Lyle's <laughs> point, if you like the tattoo, I think you can find a way to keep it that makes you happy. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, what the, you know, the question of the penis on your arm is like, is it a, is it an issue for you? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I need to separate myself from like listening to what other people have to say about it and kind of yeah. figure out how I feel about it myself. Because yeah. like I was psyched to get the tattoo. Like I loved how it turned out. And then once everybody started like making comments about it, I was like, oh my God, did I make a mistake? Like, did I not think mm-hmm. this through? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an opp- this is an opportunity for you, Gracie. I mean, yeah. you, you know, to free yourself from the the chains of, of the opinions of other people and, uh, you know, decide. Mm-hmm. Again, I, this is what I would say to you is really take some time. Yeah. Really sit and look at, just stare at your arm. Yeah. Stare at this... Uh, <laughs> This tattoo, and decide for yourself if if this penis is a big deal for you. And if it's not, then then live life freely with the penis on your arm. And if it is, then get it covered up with a little leaf. But yeah, but, you, you, but make sure the decision is of of yours, not yes, of your your family's. Yes, you know. Yes. Echo mm-hmm. times a hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time and think about it. I have a 12 hour drive tomorrow, so I'm gonna think about this the entire time I drive. If you stare at that thing long enough, it's going to start talking to you. Yeah. It's crazy how big of a deal it is in your life, considering how small it is. What if you, like, took, like, on this 12-hour drive? I don't know if you're driving. It's kind of big. big? Is it kind of big? How big is it? Like, it takes up my entire forearm. So that's why I Just the penis or the whole thing? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the cherub is only in my elbow, but the, 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 his penis, the, is, the penis is actually forearm. bigger than the whole yeah. penis of the body. I was like, why did you put that big ass no, dick on that kid? You know, I feel like over this twelve-hour drive, right? Over this twelve-hour drive, you yeah. know, stare, just stare, stare at the tattoo, stare, stare at the the, the cherub. And eventually, maybe it'll start talking. Maybe you'll have. Maybe it'll come alive, right? Yeah, it'll have a conversation with you, and maybe it'll say, "Gracie, there's nothing I love more." It'll say one of two things. It'll say, "Gracie, there's something I love more than having my penis out for the world to see." Yeah, and then please don't cover it up. You know, I feel pride. I want you to feel the same pride and yeah, um, you know, joy in 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 my penis as I do in having it on your arm. Or it'll say, "Gracie, why did you curse me?" Yeah. With this constant, never-ending attention towards my penis that I never asked for, will yeah. you please cover me up, Gracie? Yeah. I think I. And then you really can make a decision need from there. To have a good talk with. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that, and I'm really gonna listen to see what <laughs> he thinks. Gracie, let, 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 final question. You said you were stoked when you got yep. this thing. All right, when you separate right now, yeah. like when you just look at the art, do you look at it and go, "I like this"? Mm-hmm. I do. Like 
it's the exact like style I wanted and it turned out like even better than I thought it would. Gracie, let so, me say this. I don't yeah. think you have anything to be ashamed of because families spend thousands of dollars to visit a country full of statues with baby dicks. Okay? That is very true. That's actually. like a, that's like a prime revenue stream for <laughs> Italy. Yeah. Is all these grown men with baby penises and babies with penises exposed. So I think if anything, this tattoo it, there there is um there's much to stand on in the way of, you know, telling your people like, hey, I'm going to keep this fucking baby dick on my arm because this art is sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a stand that you could take there. If, yeah. If it's, if it's the stand you want to take. If it's the one you, you know. want to take. If you it just, you know, just on this drive tomorrow, just think about it. If you love it. Because here's the thing. Having that art there and going to get it covered up, you may feel a piece of you die as that penis gets covered. You may feel a piece of you just giving in to what people want out of you. And that doesn't feel good either. So stand stand on stand on that. Yeah. If you if you, if you want to keep it, yeah. keep it. Maddie, is there anything well, else you want to say to so uh, much. Like, I- to me, Noel, or the people at the computer before we go? <laughs> I just want to say thank you guys so much, Lyle. I started listening to you like in January, and I would just play the podcast all day at work. So I'm like super stoked to talk to you, Noel. Thank you so much. Um, of course. I feel like I'm gonna learn how to this, and I really appreciate that from you guys. Um, I also want to shout out my boyfriend. I love you, Corlin, even though you make fun of my baby's penis. Thank you very much for calling, Gracie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. We did it, Noel. We did two and a half minutes on baby penises. Yeah, that's... No, 12 and a half minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, um, would any post-call thoughts on that? No, nah, I, mean, I mean, I just think it's so... It's funny, you know, if if that if that baby dick was on, was on her hard drive, <laughs> she'd be in a much more precarious situation. Well, because, but I, but it's, it's, it's okay because it's on her arm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this is what people miss about me on stream. <laughs> they just get to hear me say all this stupid shit. Well, no, I mean, you are... I mean, you know... Can we see the chat as we talk yeah, about this? I'm just curious. I, I, I was just kind of curious with the chat. But it, it is an interesting, like, double standard. Because <laughs> it's true. If it were on a hard drive, that would be a, a, a horrible problem. Oh, if it's jail. on your arm, it's fine. Yeah. We shouldn't put this out there because now we're going to get a bunch of Discord moderators tattooing really bad shit on their arms. And then they're like, no, it's art. No, it's art. It's art, man. No, that's art right there. <laughs> there are, um, no, I mean, there's people take trips to go to the Vatican and shit. And at the back, I've been to that. They have lots and lots of statues yeah. of naked babies with their yeah. little dicks hanging out. That's true. What's, what's the famous one of like the little baby peeing? I, I I don't I don't I don't know. Sorry, what I to, just I don't know what I don't know what to strategically look up. Like what? Yeah, yeah. What do I type into Google, Google to yeah. find that, but also not be on a list? No, I think you could type like famous baby peeing statue. It's small. Okay, um, not think, his not think, his penis, but I think famous <laughs> baby peeing statue is probably fine. <clears throat> Let's see what that results in. Famous baby peeing. Hot. Oh, the mannequin piss. 
in Brussels. Yes. There it is. There it is. See, even we're looking in at it right now. Yeah, the mannequin piss. And what's crazy it is, is a it, famous statue. He's he's not even that large. Like the the statue, it's very small. People actually complain that they they make this uh, something that they go see, and then when they get there, they think, "Wait a minute." This, I we can't I don't I don't have like the whatever to pull things up but that's yeah. not a penis that's a little hose coming yeah out. straight up that looks kind of weird yeah but the implication is there can we do get you have a, any tattoos I don't man I thought about getting one this year but what I up? thought maybe it's too late it's really corny Wait, what if um I don't I don't even want to say it man it, but it's gonna be like some fuckboy tattoo behind the ear. Oh, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. Yeah. No, it was going to be real simple, but then I realized it felt, um, I feel like it's too late. Okay. Early 30s, it's a little bit late to start. Okay. What was was the fuck boy? I kind of want to know what it is. You don't have to tell me, but. Yeah. Is it like a, is it, it's like a sincere thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it was going to be a sincere thing. Okay. Is it like dedicated to a person? Um, Sorry, I keep asking questions. But no, no, no. It's not dedicated about. to a person. The chat's like, it's never too late. They all want me to get it. <laughs> get blasted. <laughs> get bl- I'm fucking blasted. Um, yeah, no, nah, it, uh, it was It was just something, you know, something related to, to, to me personally. You're going to be a little bit deep. I am... Um- my thing is, there's nothing... Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any? Well, I don't have it because there's nothing I want to put on my body that I'm like, you know... There's nothing that I feel like... Maybe not nothing. There are only... There are a small handful of things Yeah. where I'm like, I could reasonably see myself still identifying with this in 60 years. Yeah. But nothing... But even those small handful of things, they're not 100% certain. You know what's interesting about that? Is the people that get like family on their forearm? Yeah, that tattoo actually makes the most sense. Yeah, it's one I would say in th- like in terms of theme and your life and whatever. Family is actually something that you could believe in in sixty years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than but but so like yeah like, that's that's the thing is like I'm uh, pr- I'm pretty sure you know I have a great relationship with my family. I love my mom. Love my sister. Shout out to Chloe. I uh, love my father. You know, great relationship with all of them. But I don't know what could happen. They could, one of them could, you know, it's true. Could, f- could really fuck me over. Yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe I know. Maybe, and then maybe every time I see the family tattoo, yeah, I think like, of, ah! I'm like, ah! I don't think, I don't think that's going to. I'm, I'm like, almost, I'm almost a hundred percent certain that that's not going to. Ha- I'm, I'm basically a hundred percent certain. I'm like ninety nine point nine nine nine. But that point, you know, you just whatever don't know. percent, I don't want to get that tattooed on my arm. Just that's fair. That's fair. You know, I see people with, I mean, some people don't give a fuck. They'll just, <clears throat> t- and, you know, I, I don't give a fuck either what other people do. But, um, like, when I, like, I'm not going to get, like, Master Shake on nah. my ass. Because, <laughs> actually, that is, that's among probably one of the things that, like, when I'm 80, when I look in the mirror and I, if I saw Master Shake on my ass, I'd be like, that's pretty funny stuff. I think that's a good one, man. I think that would be a good one. I think you're sleeping on that one. Okay, maybe I'll get Master Shake on my yeah. ass. Yeah. That's pretty solid. I think my fuckboy one is the one that it shouldn't do. Because that's when I could wake up in a year and be like, oh, what the hell is I think? You keep bringing it up. Yeah. This is the third time now. I won't ask you about it anymore if you want to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's we, we don't have to, we don't have to Yeah, no. 
I was just going to get a baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Just now that tattoo would be weird if, 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 if it was just yeah. the baby dick. Yeah. <laughs> then I think, then I think she would have a serious problem. Hello. Hello. Uh, is this Alex? Oh my gosh, it is. Hi. What's going on with you, Alex? I'm kind of freaking out. Hold on, let me turn the stream off really quick. I did not think I was going to make it through. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't think I would ever be sitting in this chair wearing this gecko costume. Next to you, Noel, also sitting in that chair. Where, where, so we're, all of us are in situations. Yeah. Equally, the, everyone watching this never thought they would be sitting where they are watching it. So you're, 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 you are in... Um, you're at home. You're at home with uh, everyone else who never thought that they would be wow, that is in this very moment. true. <laughs> uh, what's going on with you, Alex? Wow, it's so nice to be talking to you guys. Um, I am just kind of hanging out. I've been watching the stream, just chilling. It's my last day off, so... Just trying to make the most of it. <laughs> what, what do you do? Um, I work at Starbucks. <laughs> ah, so you've been dealing with the shittiest of people for the last however many years. Yeah, four years. It's it's brutal. It's been especially bad post-COVID. I guess we're not post-COVID, but after COVID happened, people oh, have yeah. just gotten very, very mean. Hmm. How how have you been coping with that? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily have to like cope with it. I think there are definitely frustrating moments where I'm like, "Damn, why do I even? Why do I even work here if like people are this shitty?" But um, I actually, I really love my job, so it makes it a little bit easier when you can recognize that like people who are so mean to service workers usually have other things going on in their own lives and I know that doesn't like dismiss it but it that's kind of the way I look at it so it makes it less hard to deal with I guess no that's a, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful amount of empathy that you have right there to yeah. to, to be thinking like that yeah. <laughs> I admire that um so Alex uh, you had a thing yeah. here that you wanted to talk about um do you want to explain to us what it is <laughs> yeah I can explain um so I was calling in to talk to you guys about, uh, so this actually happened way back in like 2015. Um, I have a friend in Michigan who I am like online friends with, haven't met in person. And um, back in 2015, I actually um, kind of pulled like, I guess a prank on them. And I was able to convince them that I was Neve from Catfish and someone had been using their pictures uh, to catfish other people and I just convinced them that they were on a whole episode of Catfish and the reason that their episode couldn't be aired was because they were a minor at the time and so like in my head it all made sense and it was all like strategically piece pieced together and uh, we're still friends to this day but they still have no idea that it was a joke and that it wasn't real and they literally still tell people about it so <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they never found yeah. out. <laughs> no, they never found out. They still think it's like totally legit. Um, I've, I've just never, I don't have the heart to tell them that it was fake. I feel like I would feel really bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> 
to the grave with that one. That's my initial thought. To the you, grave. You think? You think? You think she? Yeah, know. it's too late, know. man. Just gotta mm-hmm. let it. Just let him think. Yeah, it's true. Because what would be, if anything, what what would be the reasons why she should tell? I can't. I can't think of any like compelling ones. Yeah. Because I feel like it would just upset her if anything. Like, like exactly what you said. Like, what do what what comes out of that situation? If I'm like, hey, remember seven years ago when I like did this thing? Like, I feel like it's just gonna upset her if anything. But um. (laughs) I think I think the the. So so do you, you guys don't hang out in real life ever, do you? Um no, she, I live in Washington state, she lives in Michigan, so I never have to face her. How do you guys know each other? Um we met online when um we were younger. I think we met like on Instagram or something and we just became friends. What what was this cuz you guys were like running stan accounts like what what's the connection? Hmm. Um, probably, yeah. I, it was when I was, like, in, like, late middle school, early high school, so it was probably something like that. Um, but yeah, we met on Instagram over some probably mutual, like, fandom thing at the time, like you said, and then just have stayed friends ever since. Listen, you're all, respectfully, fandoms have made you all a little crazy. (laughs) If you've participated in a fandom, (laughs) it's... It's affected your brain cells in in ways that TikTok has not, and so I, th- I think it's fine. I think it's fine if your friend, you know, just has a little residual fandom craziness, and she's like, "I was on an unaired episode of Catfish," because like, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this was seven years ago, and I want to know from your perspective, from mm-hmm. your perspective, like how how much does your friend talk about this? Like what, yeah. like. How much question. space does this take up in their life? That's is a it a question. big thing for them? Because it happened seven <laughs> years ago. I don't know. Like, yeah. like, how often do you think they think about it? Do they think about it more than once a month? Um, I, I mean, it's hard to say because I see them post about it maybe once a year, but that doesn't mean they don't talk about it. Like in real life with people they know, because to me, this situation would be equivalent to like someone asking like oh what's like a fun fact about you or what's like something interesting that's happened oh. to you like that's the story that you would yeah, tell yeah she's losing a fact so when she's playing kind of- the uh, circle games at the beginning of any like introductory uh, summer campy thing <laughs> you, you, sure, you would be exactly. taking that away from her this is her this is yeah which I this guess is her like really truth and two truths three two truths and a yeah. lie you ever played that game yeah she she's exactly, probably played that game and just exactly, lied three yeah. times that's it's tragic. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I I think about it way more than I should, and it makes me feel really guilty. Um, mm. I, I probably think about it more than she does, which is kind of the problem. So it's mm. like, do I tell her to give myself inner peace to not have to yeah. like think about it all the time and feel guilty, mm. or do I just like let her let her have that because it's not hurting anyone, right? So. I don't know. <laughs> so we so we, uh, we we started by being like, okay, well, what are the positive? Why should you tell? So you the positive is you feel guilty. It would make you feel better to tell her. Yeah, I think so. I think it would also be kind of like a funny, like, hey, like, 
I did this. So yeah. sorry. How are you? Because we don't really talk that much anymore. But I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm feeling maybe it's like not that relevant to bring up. <laughs> if, you, if you guys don't even talk that much, I mean, I think the best thing you could do, Alex, is head down to your local open mic, workshop this story, get really good at telling it, make it really <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. Go all the way for the next eight years yeah. until Comedy Central acknowledges your explosive talent. Yeah. And then at the top of your 30-minute special, you go, so when I was 13, I convinced someone they were on Catfish. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is roaring. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where she hears And it. that's where she finds out. She goes, you motherfucker. You're like, but hey. Then you bring her out. <laughs> Ooh. at your next big show and you're like this is who I catfished and then that's how you make it full circle and otherwise then it replaces and then it replaces the now yes. she has a new yes. fun story I was brought out told the lie and now she told it on TV so yes. it replaces she still gets to have a cool factoid now you get to extract now yeah she gets to have this insane story to tell almost makes the story better yes which wow. is what now that's a perfect win-win you yeah. get to be open with uh uh you know you get to absolve the shame and guilt with 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 coming out honestly and she gets like a steroid injected into her factoid to make it even more interesting more yeah. twists and turns yeah that's a good win-win i like that yeah so i think that's that the only true. way I feel like you guys have a lot of faith in me <laughs> i do not hey. think we're gonna make it that far hey you never know now with that attitude Alex, yeah i think that you could uh I mean, Alex, you, know you, you are right. you are inherently a funny person. I mean, you did this fucking prank, and that is hilarious. <laughs> you could become some kind of like social experiment comedian. Yeah. Have you ever thought about leaning into the like? Have you, ever, have you ever done anything like this since? That's a great. Where you fucked with anyone That's or anything question. like that? Um, where I've gaslighted people. Let me think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go like, through your exes real quick. <laughs> Not on like this large of a scale now, I don't think. I think like probably smaller situations, but nothing where it's like I've completely embedded an illusion into someone's head. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of all the material I've got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what I feel so bad about. It. But, but what, the guilt, but, like, like, but you've, you've, in a way, by fucking with her, improved her life. You have. You know, yeah. she gets to be more interesting at parties. She embraces that it's made her happy. Also, you said she lives in Wisconsin? Michigan. Michigan, sorry. Um it, same thing. Where in where in Michigan? Can you can you tell? What's her home address? No, no, just what's the city? Oh, can I have know? I have no idea. <laughs> I yeah, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Here's the thing. If she's running around fucking Ann Arbor being like you know, even though it's Minnesota, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on an episode of Catfish once. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Like the people in Michigan, they, they let them believe her. Mm-hmm. You know, the best thing that can happen is that That's someone right. finds out and it's never true, and then they orchestrate a meeting with Neve, and he's like, "You know, we never spoke before, right?" And she's like, "Oh my god, this is the thing that you do." You know what I mean? Like, there's so many positives to not telling. <laughs> so I think Lyle's hit it right. There's no, yeah, there's no real positive. True. To tell it. Well, wait a minute. Okay, so, but so you. By the way, for those who are listening that don't know what catfish is, cat. How would you describe? It's a show where this guy 
talks to like what couple people who yeah he how like would you describe this yeah catfish is a show where a guy and his friend um go out and find people who are developing feelings for someone on the internet that they've never met and then they go and reveal that person to their subject and mm-hmm. the subject realizes that the person they've been either in love with or spending a lot of time with on the internet is in fact not who they say they are and you uh kind of did you you pretended to be nev right correct yeah so you kind you kind of did catfish her you did so that could theoretically I, I you know turn into an episode or something do, yeah do they still do that show you should submit yourself yeah holy and shit get her on the show <laughs> that would be a great way to absolve the guilt you like you, you weren't on it then but That's guess really what you're on it now but then i yeah. have to approach neve and say that i catfished her as him how would yes. that make him oh feel? yeah no you would have to you'd have to give an interview about that and that- then the documentary uh crew could ah. edit it in whatever way they want to portray you as uh heroic or villainous as they uh i mean i, th- I think fit. that's so funny and you should <laughs> s- see if they still do that show and do that well alex i think we've given you uh you know what three different yeah. solutions so far yeah um i hope that some of them were satisfactory to that you is true. um is there anything else that you want to say yeah, to uh, me and noel or the people at the computer before we go i do yes um to noel um uh, yeah so my partner and i we've been dating for four years our first kiss four years ago was to the song Keep Ya Dick Fat by TMG and it's not on Spotify anymore and it ruins my day every single time I go to listen to it. Listen. You don't even need that song. It's, <laughs> it's you and a girl, right? I do need that song. <laughs> it's, but it's you and a girl, right? You said what? You said me and my no, partner. No, it's me it? and my boyfriend. Oh, when I say when Sorry. I have a partner, you know, I'm thinking... Partner, I feel like I've, I've heard part. I've been hearing partner used as like a, just fluid. A sort of catch all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, you know, that's, that's fair. You know, well, hey, listen, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. it's never, it's never coming back to Spotify. I'm sorry, but you know, stay strong, stay strong out there. Thank it's you for okay. calling Alex. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for everything you, you do. I love both of you guys so much. You guys are like, I, I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank Alex you. forever. Now, four years. That's a, that, that. That's four years. Is that a serious relationship? Oh, yeah, Def. No, one year can be a serious relationship. I just look. Really? Like, you don't have, you don't, if you don't believe that, you don't have to say it. No, I think, I think after a year, it can be serious for you. Like, you take it seriously. Okay. And it, it, so it can be serious, but I just laughed at the, um, the, the tone of her voice was like, like, well, I'm in a, very very serious relationship uh and then to reveal yes no i see because i feel like after one year people are very like yeah we've been dating for a year you know it's been going good right yeah one year typically signifies like yeah this is going in a good direction yeah but she said that shit like i fucking you know like like she's been in a relationship for 10 years yeah like they even thought was like absolutely you know. I mean, even you earlier when I was asking you if you were in a relationship didn't say it with a serious of a tone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've been together 10 yeah, years. Yeah, we've been together for 10 years. Yeah, it's whatever. I feel like there's a bell curve, right? Yeah. Where, like, you start out like, yeah, we've been together for a year, and then yep. you go, and then five years, it's like when a very serious relationship, five years, mm. and then by 10 years, it becomes casual again. Yeah. Like, yeah, 10 years, whatever. Yeah. 
Because at that point, I feel you. I mean, you've been through so much shit that mm-hmm. you know. It's just like yeah. When when would you say your relationship became serious? Um. Yeah, I would say around like that. Oh, that you know that it's like right around like you know that that three four year mark where we're like okay this is like for real for real mm-hmm. like we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That was that was the vibe. And then you have not yet gone anywhere. No. Nah. Do you think like you might one day or are you? No. Down. No. No. All right. Cool. Yeah, we're That's solid. Cool. Yeah. That's sick. I mean, she and I may go somewhere. You know. That's cool. Did you ever get married? We're going to in October. You're you married in October? Yeah. Mazel tov. Yeah, thanks, man. Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, originally we were just kind of like whatever about the whole concept. Yeah. And then recently we were like, hey, why don't we do something? Are you going to have like a big crazy? No, 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 thing? no. We're just going to fly out with some family to another country and just do it somewhere private. That's the way to do it. I feel yeah. like if I, if, I, if I get married, I don't want to do a big wedding. Because I don't want... There was um. Did you hear about the story of the couple who didn't have catering at their wedding so that they could have Mickey and Minnie Mouse there? No. And people were like, "Fuck those guys!" Like, wow, more considerate to the guests. That's like, brutal. Yeah. No, you know, I I don't want I don't want to do a wedding that's like for oh, other no. people. I would want to. I, I fuck with what you're doing. Yeah. Thanks, man. No, no weddings. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of different opinions about them, but ultimately, you know, unless you got like some situation where you both have like a crazy big family and that and those families are like we're gonna put money down it's gonna be the biggest party on earth oh, which yeah. even then it's sort if of the like, folks are paying for it then then i'm down but, but even then they're kind of making your day about them and it's yeah like, no you're right you're right that, that kind of comes with a contract so i think just make it down the middle you know i i have said to a buddy of mine i do think weddings should have activities in them you know other Don't, than dancing uh, yeah like imagine if you went to a wedding and then immediately after there was like a uh an open registry for a free yeah, moon bounce would be great but even like a you know a 15 on 15 paintball match <laughs> and you could just go in waves and sign up with the people at the wedding i feel like that would bring you all closer together you know some people drinking some people playing paintball and like they're like that. Hey, yeah, we can't. This wedding was crazy. I had a similar thing, and I I said Mazel Tov. All right, I'm now I'm talking about my bar mitzvah. I'm yeah. not that Jewish, yeah, but I've I'm signaling sure. Judaism, yeah, a little bit. That's all right. I had my bar mitzvah at Dave and Buster's, bro. You're probably one of the most memorable ones. Yeah, because all I and the reason why is because like I uh, girls really didn't like me when I was 13, oh, and like got guys uh, don't want to dance. It's like there were like no girls in my bar mitzvah, yeah. and guys don't really want to dance, and like unless if there's like girls there, that's kind of like what the you know dancing environment was about. So we fucking play video games instead, and it was sick. Yeah, way better idea than um, and all those girls missed out, bro. Yeah. It would have been a sick ass party. No, it would have been a sick ass party. Yeah, we had a, we had a cake shaped like a Slurpee. I mean, you're you're describing all cool things. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you doing on time? I know that you have a I, thing. I think I got a. Unfortunately, I have to dip. But this was this flew by, man. This was fucking amazing, dude. Dude, uh, thank you so much for being on. No, I would I would love to come back and do this again, man. Please do, please yeah, do. Bro. Um, Let's get it. It's, it was a pleasure having you here. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you very much taking the time out of your 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 you know go karting and life <laughs> living to no, no, man. be this here, is, dude. Is, is there fun. anything you know before we go that you uh, want to say to the people of the computer? Anything about plug? 
You're um, on. You're, are you still? You have dates, right? Yeah, yeah, give, yeah. Give us your dates. Yeah, I got some. I got some dates coming up. Um, I can't remember all. I think I'm going to. I'm going to fucking. Iowa. I'm looking them up. I'm looking up your dates <laughs> for you. Just Noel Miller Noelle live. Miller uh, live. The very com. first question here is: What is Noel Miller's ethnicity? Unknown. Uh, yeah, there we go. Live. Damn, hell yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for you. Uh, Noel Miller's you're gonna be in. Oh wait, you're already in Boston. Yeah, yeah, it okay, was. Uh, yeah, we, there we go. All right, hold on. Okay, you're gonna be in West Des Moines, Iowa, September 16th, 17th. Pull up. You're gonna be in Syracuse, New York, September 30th and October 1st. Yeah. You're oh, gonna be in West, West. Oh, that's canceled. West Palm's oh, canceled. canceled. Oh wait, Syracuse that's when I'm getting married. No, Syracuse is good. West, West Palm, Palm Beach canceled? That's when I'm getting married. You're going to be in Baltimore, Maryland at Magooby's Joke House, be which more. is one of the first places I ever did stand-up. Hell yeah, be more. Uh, November 3rd, the uh, 5th, shout out to Magooby's Joke House. Yeah. Uh, November 18th to the 9th, you're going to be in Columbus, Ohio, yeah, doing so stand-up. Just, just a few more dates for the year, then I'm going to take a break, and then next year... Going hard. Check out the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. Yeah, pull up. I think I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not, but I just found out that tiny meat means uh, small penis. I thought, yes. I didn't know. You just thought it was like it small was. deli meat? Yeah, something like that. That's fine. That's a, we, we like it more ambiguous. You know, sometimes we like it like the media guys. Yeah. You know? I'll let you get out of here. Noel oh, Miller, fine. everybody. <laughs> Thank you, you for being here. Are you Jack staying? You all. You're what? not staying, are you? Oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm going to. Hell yeah. Everybody. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. See you, folks. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.